Do you want to make a million dollars in commission every year? Do you want to know some habits, some tricks and some tools to set yourself apart from all of the other agents in your industry so that you are consistently making more money than you've ever dreamed of? Regardless of where you are in the world, this is the podcast for you. Hey, hey, Million Dollar Agents, welcome to episode seven of Million Dollar Commercial Agent. In this episode, we're going to go through the five key habits that you need to be successful in not just commercial real estate, but pretty much life in general. So this is a pretty broad scope of things that I find really helpful and you should too. When you're talking about habits, it's usually referred to for something that's bad for you, but all you have to do is switch it up a little bit to make one bad habit into a good habit. And you've just got to do it a few times and it actually becomes a pattern. And then you actually form a new habit, which is a good habit. And just the accumulation of good habits over a long period of time can change your life completely. And an accumulation of bad habits can do the same thing, but in a negative effect. So what you want to be doing is every time you're doing something that you know is a bad habit is switching it out and doing something that's actually good for you. So that could be tiny little habits at at a time, or it could be something that's a major life-changing kind of habit, like quitting smoking, for instance, or quitting drinking. Uh, I actually quit drinking nearly two and a half years ago, best thing I ever did. And I As far as time management goes, not drinking gives you so much more time. I actually get two days in one. So, and also you don't waste the weekends. You get stuff done the weekends. You're not recovering from a big night out and and that sort of thing. But, you know, this is not a podcast about staying sober. This is a podcast about making a lot of money. So let's just diverge from that. Okay. So habit number one is keep learning. And keep reading and make sure that when you're picking up material, because your time is so precious, that you're reading something that's going to be educational and going to be something that is going to motivate you. So I read before I go to bed. I try and read a little bit on the weekends if I've got time. And I choose books that I think are going to be uh beneficial to my career and to achieving my goals. I don't read trashy novels. I don't read your typical um, Mills and Boone. I don't fill my brain up with stuff that I don't think is going to help me because I just feel like I'm wasting that time. So I'm trying to gain as much knowledge as I can. My husband, on the other hand, likes crime novels and there's nothing wrong with that. And he can devour a book way faster than me. But I just choose not to do that. And I think it's really important if you're kicking your career off that you're actually using that time. And if you're reading before you're falling asleep too, it it sinks into your subconscious mind. So some of my favorite reads are, and I've read this book a few times, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. That is just a classic business read. If you haven't read it, you must get yourself a copy. My copy, I've read it, I think I'm up to number six, actually. You've got to keep reading it. It really reinforces the laws of attraction and how you can make changes in your life. So grab a copy of that. I also like The Alchemist, The Little Red Book of Selling by Jeffrey Godemar, How to Bounce When Others Break, uh, Be a Superstar Salesperson by Brian Tracy, Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg, Atomic Habits. What I'll do, I'll actually put a list of my favorite reads that I think 
uh, my kind of go-tos, on, and you can read again and again on my webpage, which is milliondollaragent.live. I also have a bit of a career crush on Tony Robbins. He has an excellent book called Awaken the Giant Within. Now, some of his books are not for me. Some of them are not for everyone. And I think they kind of target people that have got a whole lot of other issues going on with their lives and aren't trying to take over the world. I kind of know this because they called me one day trying to sell me tickets to one of his Unleash the Power conferences. And I took the ear off this guy and he worked out that this wasn't for me and talked me out of buying the ticket. So uh, yeah, if you know where you're going and you know what you want, it's really probably not the right track. However, Tony's got some excellent points in his book. So I would definitely recommend that on my top 10 book list. Funny story. I had an opportunity to go and see Tony Robbins live in concert, if that's what you call it. And I didn't go in because I thought he was a bit of a flake at the time. I was there to see Robert Kawasaki, who's Rich Dad, Poor Dad book. I'd read it, loved it. And yeah, that's also on the book list. But he, yeah, I could have gone in for free. Now they want $4,000 a ticket, which is, yeah, probably should have gone in. Anyway, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Tony Robbins has also loads of motivational speeches on YouTube. If you're listening to YouTube in your car, which I suggested in episode five, uh, he's great to listen to. And also my other favorite guy to listen to on YouTube is Jim Ron. Now he, he died in 2009. He had a net worth of $500 million and is just one of those guys that he's so great to listen to. His tone is always amusing and yeah, I love him. So look him up as well. So clearly reading and listening to these types of motivational speakers are that's a good that's a really good habit to have. So switch the Mills and Boone and the Fifty Shades of Grey out for stuff that's going to count. And if you're not reading at all, you need to start. Get pick up a book, pick up a small book, um, and just start easy. The Alchemist, it's not so big. Um, the Little Red Book of Selling, not so big. Just start with the small stuff. Tony Robbins' books are like the Encyclopedia Britannica. They are seven, eight, nine hundred pages long. So if you're not a reader, probably wouldn't start with that one. Start with something easy to read like Atomic Habits by James Clear, which I think is still on the top 10 list at the moment. Really good read, especially if you're trying to change your habits. So back to habits. Habit number two is follow the 80-20 rule. It's also known as the Pareto rule, which means that you usually achieve 80% of your outcomes by 20% of the input. So when you're in sales, you want to prioritize things that give you the best result. And again, this comes down to time management, sitting down and looking at whatever you're doing every single day and working out which of those things is actually producing the goods and making you money and prioritizing the things that are going to make you the most money. So for example, if you've got a list of things to do, and I said don't make a to-do list, so I'm not referring to a to-do list, but I'm things that you have to do and you block down in your diary, you need to prioritize the things that are going to make you the money. So again, doing things that you don't have to do in business contact hours, do things outside those hours. So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, that's episode five. But what you need to do is if invoicing makes you the money is bringing the money in invoicing is priority so when you get up at five o'clock in the morning after you've sent your 20 emails send your invoices out because that's that's what's bringing in the money um without sending the invoices out nothing's going to happen 
prioritize those things. To get the invoice, you need to have the property listed. So putting your listings up is also a priority. Get that done. Then you've got to do inspections. So they need to be prioritized. Doing your social media and your uh, marketing, your online stuff for is, is important. But as far as the 80-20 rule goes, putting a video of yourself up on Instagram is not going to bring in the money as quick as doing the invoices. It's, so you need to make sure that you, you are prioritizing that. I usually do a bunch of videos when I'm out on site during the day doing my inspections. People aren't looking, they turn their back. I'm videoing, I'm photo taking photos. And then after hours when everybody's offline, that's when I do my social media posts. So I'll do a video, do a TikTok, whatever with the, with the footage that I've received during the day. So don't do, don't sit in your car creating your TikTok videos or your Instagram videos during the critical hours of the day. Okay, another habit. Number three, start switching bad habits to good habits. So here's an example. If you're hungry and you're on the run, don't grab the chocolate bar, grab the apple. Now this might seem like a bit of a silly habit, but if you accumulate having an apple a day over the the course of the next five years versus having a chocolate bar a day because you're in a hurry and you need a sugar fix. Think of the long-term ramifications on your health. So it's just a matter of stopping and thinking about your choices and making the right choice, making the good choice instead of making the bad choice. Confession time. I have a bit of a weakness for ice cream, but did you know there is a whole cup of sugar in a Cornetto ice cream and they're pretty delicious but can you imagine if you had one of those every single day it's a cup of sugar on top of all the other things you've had so they're not good for you what I've done is to satisfy my ice cream habit which it is a habit I've switched to a sugar-free ice cream so there's two to choose from that I absolutely love not getting paid by these guys for the record but Donata is a low sugar ice cream and fro pro the chocolate one is to die for so when i have my little ice cream fix i'm having something that i know is not going to be super bad for me long term and with loads and loads of sugar so it's these minute changes you make every single day that make the difference just find alternatives you don't have to miss out you just have to switch out and substitute Okay, habit number four is raise your vibration. And what I mean by that is it's the way you feel. It's feeling good. It's being in touch with your higher self at some level. So you, you're not feeling flat and you're feeling like a good, you have a good vibe about you. Now, there's a few ways to do this. Listen to your motivational speeches. Really get amped up. Listen to music, your favorite tunes, the, the songs that motivate you and pump you up. I have a playlist on my Spotify, which just really is the pick-me-ups. And I've got songs on there like um, The Pretender, The Foo Fighters, Killing in the Name of, which is a bit um, not PG, uh, and Faith No More, the epic song. Like there's um, something good is going to happen by the Utah Saints. If you haven't listened to that song, listen to it because it's a real pick-me-up. But you just need to do things that are going to up your vibe. Also, 
If you're having a bad day because you've had a bad call and you are really low, you've got to phone somebody that absolutely thinks you are the bee's knees. This will put you back in a better mood because that person's always going to say something that makes you feel good. So you want to do someone that either makes you laugh or always says how wonderful you are and you need to just call that person and go, how fab am I? Like you need to get have that person on speed dial literally so that you can um, raise your vibration. Another great way to raise your vibration is to meditate and this comes back to episode one which it's all about you. Meditation is really important because it lets you just clear your mind and breathe, get some oxygen into your body and just detach from things that might be coming overwhelming to you. So you can just sit back and really kind of think about stuff. It's amazing how many problems you can solve while you're meditating and you just have to try and get rid of the white noise. And it's usually yourself. It's the mindless chatter that your, your own mind is feeding you. You just need to shut that down because often if the person in your head that's telling you all these things when you when you actually stop and listen if that person was sitting beside you on the couch you'd slap that person because they're talking absolute nonsense but you're listening to it and you're being affected by it and directed by it every single day but you really need to have a chance just to sit and breathe and listen to that person and I often think what is wrong with you will you just shut up And that's good to step away from that natter in your head and work out, you know, often it's mindless, meaningless dribble anyway. So meditation lets you separate yourself from that. So it's really effective. And it lets you raise your vibration too because it lets you regroup. And there's a feeling that you get, and this is going to sound a bit frou-frou, and I'm totally not frou-frou, even though I talk about meditation, I might burn a bit of incense, but I don't have feathers or flowers in my hair and walk around with a flowery dress and bare feet. I'm not that kind of person, but I know this stuff works, so trust me. Once you learn to meditate properly and you raise your vibration while you're meditating, it'll change every single day. I know for a fact, if I don't meditate in the morning, I'm not going to have the day I would have had if I did. And sometimes I've had a bad day and I think, Did I actually clear my mind this morning before I went into today? It's like, no, well, you didn't, and there's your problem. So it actually works. I'm not not kidding. It it works a trait. Okay, so habit number five is being grateful. If you are a grateful person, whatever you're putting out there in the universe, it comes back to you, and it is. It's just a mindset. It's not – It's there's got to be a science to it at some level by having that energy where you're thankful for what you've got and you're thankful for the opportunities you've got, you actually get more opportunities. When you put out a vibe where, you know, it's all doom and gloom and, you know, you're having every, the world is against me and being an Eeyore, which I've also spoken about, don't be an Eeyore. You need to be good vibration and grateful and things will come to you. And I think people, it's mainly because People can sense that. So people don't want to deal with somebody that's a downer. The people want to deal with someone because they make them feel good too. So whether it's the universe or not, being grateful and being on a good vibe is definitely an attractive trait to have as a salesperson. So yeah, let's take the frou-frou out of it and try and justify it. I'm always grateful. I look around and I think, wow, how lucky am I? 
so many opportunities around, so many things to get involved in. And everybody has those same opportunities. It's how you see it that makes the difference. So be grateful. So let's do a little recap on the five habits. What are they? Read, read good stuff. Don't read trashy novels, read stuff that's going to inspire you and motivate you and educate you to be a superstar agent. My favorite books, again, will be on my website, which is milliondollaragent.live. Follow the 80-20 rule. So 80% of your desired outcomes will come from 20% of the input. So work out what that input is and make it priority. Start switching micro bad habits into good habits. Switch the apple for the chocolate bar. Think about what you're doing consciously. Switch the high fat, high sugar ice cream to a no fat, low sugar ice cream. Get some sleep. Turn off the Netflix. This is not in the first part of it, but I just thought of that. Don't keep binging and wake up at two o'clock in the morning, you're falling asleep on the couch. Turn it off after the first episode. Accumulated bad habits turn into a lifetime of misery. Accumulated good habits turn into a long lifetime of, of wellness. So be conscious of things you're doing. Switch out the bad stuff. Stop smoking, stop drinking or halve it, whatever is going to work for you. But micro changes make massive differences over time. So think about what you're doing. Raise your vibration. Listen to some music that really amps you up. Get into the mood for the day. Do your meditation. Raise your vibe that way. But make a phone call. Talk to somebody who thinks you're fabulous. Raise your vibration that way. Get your vibe up. Nobody wants to deal with you if you're an Eeyore. Natural energy that comes from within, from a good vibration, will is really the secret to sales success. So you need to tap into that. And finally, be grateful. Be grateful for what we have, what we have around you, opportunities that are coming to you. Don't be a downer. Don't think the world is against you because it will be against you. However you perceive it to be, whatever you think, that's what the universe will deliver. That's what you're going to manifest. And you want to be manifesting the good stuff, not the bad stuff, people. So that's it for episode seven. Thank you for joining me. I'm very grateful that you're listening to my podcast and I hope you can join me for episode eight. My name's Sandra Carter. You can find me on LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook under Sandra Carter Commercial Agent. Keep selling hard, changing those habits to good habits and smashing that glass ceiling.